Hello and welcome to another episode of the Downtown Manon Podcast. I just watched my cohort over here burn her mouth right as we are going on the microphone. I'm so having I'm a great start. <laughs> <laughs> so I am Dustin Dubuque with Abeka Schoenborn. We're here with another spectacular episode. But before we get into that and our wonderful guest, um, by the time you're hearing this, we will have started our promotion for our Wine Walk event that we do uh, every year. We started the year before the pandemic. We mm-hmm. were so excited for this brand new cool event. And then we couldn't do it for a year. And now we're trying to build it back up to where we, mm-hmm. we were hoping it would be. But it is June 11th, 5 to 9 p.m. You can find uh, the tickets will be available on Eventbrite. So if you just go to Wine Walk Menominee, you'll be able to link that to it. Um, or check our downtownmenominee.com website or Downtown Menominee Facebook page for all the details. You can find the event page and links there. Uh, but it's like 12 different stops, wine, food pairings, shopping. It's mm-hmm. a good time. It is. Last year, we brought it back last year. Yep, last year was our year back. And it was really fun. I worked one of the stations, and it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Snacks. Snacks. Co-op provided snacks yeah. for a couple places. You need snacks if you're sampling 20 wines. you got to have something to eat. I do anyway, speaking <laughs> for myself. I wouldn't make it very far. If I <laughs> as, people say, as people say, that's an event that lasts four hours, and the last hour is by far the most fun because... It takes the at, longest. <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, at that time, uh, you know, the people have already stopped nine, ten places, and they're having yep. a good time by the end of the night. It's fun, yeah. And our guest today knows all about it because this gentleman helped us with the wine walk for a couple of years and was the head of it last year. So that's just the easy introduction segue like that. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Derek Trainers, our guest today. What's up? Thank you for having me. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing well. You like, the, you like the Wine Walk. You're a uh, the Wine Walk is an excellent event uh, held uh, here in downtown Menominee. Um, gets people shopping and visiting some of the some of the smaller and uh, shops that uh, people don't maybe not get into as often um, for other events, you know, like Ladies Night Out or... Um, you know, down in the restaurants, the the wine walk allows people to get into some of those smaller boutiques. So it's great, a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. We we like it. It's, it's and the wine is excellent. It is. Yeah, the selection's excellent. Especially last year, we put a lot of you you and the group put a lot of <laughs> emphasis on let's have some good wine. Even we we started the conversation about it a couple of weeks ago, and uh, um, it was like the first thing was like, should we change up the wines and. We were like, well, we should at least do one wine. We tasting. have to at least taste a couple, couple new wines. Absolutely, it's a, it's a necessity. <laughs> it is. It, you <laughs> that know, was there so to, fun. There has to be <laughs> perks so of uh, <laughs> of volunteering and such, and that's yeah. that's the perk right there. Yeah, join yeah, the great. downtown board, join and the, you might yeah. get to go wine tasting. <laughs> yeah, downtown board member too, Derek. So that's cool. We're yeah. going through the gambit of the folks oh, yeah. that have been on this <laughs> board before. Yeah, yeah. No, it's been a great experience. I'm. Uh, going on year six. Yeah, you're on the final, Dang, the final year. year. Yeah, yeah, last year of uh, two, three-year terms. Um, it's been a wonderful experience. Great way to meet good people um, and get involved in the community, which uh, to me was really important. Um, you know, Menominee being my hometown and uh, coming back, right? Because I worked in Madison for 12 years before I came back in 2015 hmm. um, and opened 503 South Broadway here in downtown Menominee. So it was real important for me to get engaged, and downtown Menominee was a wonderful avenue for that to happen. Yeah, how did you? Is a, so obviously five hundred three, which is where our office is yeah. now, got built. Is that how you? I guess I never probably asked how you actually got hooked up with mm-hmm. the organization. Because well, it's a great question, right? Um, I moved to Madison in two thousand and three, and didn't really plan on working in real estate. Uh, I was good at fixing things. I grew up on a farm, mm-hmm. which we'll probably talk a little bit about later, but uh, I grew up on a farm and 
I was always pretty handy at fixing things, so I worked at a hardware store down there and um, got to meet a whole bunch of real estate workers, right, maintenance technicians, things of that nature, and I would help them find things that they needed and showed them how to fix stuff, and uh, through that, I was introduced to a few people that were in charge of some of these companies, and uh, one day, one of these guys asked me if I would come work in the office, if I would consider it. And, uh, you know, I said, geez, can I make a little bit more money? Absolutely. I'll do that. Why not? Let's give it a shot. Um, fast forward 20 years, right? <laughs> Darn near 20 Oops. years. Yeah, um, anyway, I, I was down there working for uh, 12 years and um, I was the director of a development company down there, kind of a fledgling sister company to a parent company I was working for. And um, one day he said, I got, we got another project. It's going to be in Eau Claire. We called Riverfront Terrace Apartments. Would like you to go up there and meet uh, my partner and talk to him about, you know, residential real estate management, which is my forte in the real estate world. Uh, pretty much apartments and mixed-use facilities. So I came up and had lunch with this guy and um, got to talking about not only that project but uh, a number of them that were in the works. Five hundred three South Broadway in downtown Menominee being one of them. Uh, Haymarket Landing. Um, uh, an Oakwood Ridge apartment project. Uh, they had a lot of really exciting things going on. Um, and it just so happened that uh, at the point in my life and with my family, I was interested in coming back, right? I think a lot of people at that point started thinking about what it would be like to go back home. Mm -hmm. Maybe do what you're doing for a career in your hometown. And I was fortunate enough to have that opportunity. Um, they needed a real estate manager and I was at the point in my career in life where I was looking to make a transition home. So worked out real good. Um, started doing consulting work in 2014 for them. And then in 2015, I split my time. I would work uh, three weeks in Madison and a week in Eau Claire. Um, and that went from January through June or end of May. And then it flip-flopped. Then I would work a week in Madison and three weeks up here. Um, and we opened 503 South Broadway on September 1st, 2015. It was awesome. Um, something that was real special as part of my career. Not everyone gets to open a beautiful mixed-use facility in their hometown. Mm -hmm. um, so it was something I was real excited about and still yeah. am today. So. The opening of this building was actually the reason we ended up with our lot at the co-op. Because we orig really? originally wanted to lease the old grocery building that was on this block. Oh, okay. And this project came mm -hmm. up and... So that building wasn't available anymore, but then our block came up for auction. So huh. Look at that. It all worked out Small because world. you guys Two great buildings this. all yeah. because of that. That's right. That's right. That's awesome. Yep. Yep. You know, I remember as a kid uh, shopping at the Lever's grocery store that was here. Mm -hmm. um, I had friends in high school that worked at it. You know, it was uh, around for a long time. So yeah. uh, when it sat vacant for so long. Um, even in Madison, I would follow the news up here, you know, Dunn County News and kind of see what was happening. And I remember there was a developer that had proposed a project that did not uh, go anywhere. It didn't you know, follow through with completion. And I remember thinking, man, how cool would that be, right, to work on that project? Um, and then, you know, through a series of, of events, um, it came to fruition that I was going to be a part of that. So Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, you pretty cool. That. I don't know, you know. <laughs> I, I, I tell you um, – I've always been a big believer in opportunities, right? Mm -hmm. Opportunities come up, and uh, we all have decisions to make whether we're going to pursue those opportunities, right? And um, one thing that I think I've never really struggled with was taking a little bit of risk because mm -hmm. um, uh, I've made some big changes and some big decisions over the course of my career that 
Um, maybe most wouldn't, but, uh, you know, if something is appealing and it's something you really want to do, you know, a lot of times it takes some risk. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And now look at you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Back in my hometown, doing my thing. It's, uh, it's speaking of looking at you. Yeah. Uh, the, the segue like that. The yeah, segue I don't I'm know where you're going with this yet. Is the other thing we want to talk to Derek about, though, is awesome, is that he's a syrup guy. And if you looked at him, I know this is audio, you would think, what would somebody who does syrup right now uh, be wearing? And he looks just like it. So yeah. that's nice where I was going. A brown vest. Brown vest. A brown button-up shirt. I like yep. it. <laughs> yeah, we do. So um, I said previously, you know, I grew up on a farm. Um, eight miles west of Menominee. Um, my family has farmed out there for generations and, um, you know, went from dairy to cash crop and um, my grandfather, right? And I, I could probably even stretch it and say my great grandfather, although I probably don't have any factual evidence to support it, probably tapped the first tree on our farm. Um, and then my grandfather uh, looked at it as an opportunity for them to make a little bit of income when they weren't able to uh, grow crops, right, in a season. Because we, we make maple syrup in the spring. I don't know if any of the listeners know that, but maple syrup season is something that occurs in the springtime uh, when there's freezing at night and thawing during the day. That encourages the trees to uh, absorb water through the ground and then uh, transport it up the trunk of the tree to grow buds and eventually leaves. So we have a, a window of about 30 days where we tap into those trees. Wow. My, I didn't realize it was that short of a window that you had it, to tap them. It is, right? Wow. So it's kind of like uh, the rush of it. This uh, is why you can't get a hold of Derek for this like, month <laughs> period. For one month in the spring. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Derek goes MIA. It's so funny. <laughs> He's During this trees. like six-week period. <laughs> it, it is. I'm very passionate about it. Um, and uh, it's something that I just love to do. And, you know, going back to my, my grandfather. So there were uh, there was a buyer in Cumberland, Wisconsin, right? Last name Anderson. And this is really how it got started. He would come down and buy maple syrup from the farmers by the milk can. Um, oh. Very similar to how they, you know, sold milk back then. And my grandfather realized that, you know, this was a way for the farm to make a little bit of income and use the wooded land that we had or that they had at that time that really wasn't part of the farm. Right, it wasn't bringing in income like pasture or hay mm-hmm. or corn or whatever crops they were growing. Um, back then, it was buckets and bags, right? Horses, wagons, uh, milk cans. Uh, my my father tells a story about how he remembers being in a high chair out in the woods <laughs> while my grandma and grandpa were collecting buckets sure. and dumping them into the horse-drawn wagon, uh, which is still the farm that we tap today. Wow, but. Uh, Obviously, things change. Technology comes about. Uh, the Canadians are geniuses when it comes to maple syrup production. Uh, all you do is look at their flag to tell you <laughs> how important maple They're syrup is. A bit. That's right. And they started coming out with uh, uh, polypropylene tubing. And my dad and my uncle started to hang tubing in some of the woods that we tapped rather than buckets. They saw the efficiency in it. Um, it was all gravity-fed. So, you know, running hills was uh, advantageous. Flatland would have been very challenging because you didn't have gravity to assist you. Mm -hmm. Um, Fast forward another decade or so, and they started coming out with vacuum systems and reverse osmosis machines um, because the addition of technology has allowed us to tap more trees, um, 
end up getting more product, raw sap from the trees, which then we, need, we needed to rely on additional technology to um, process that in a timely manner because mm -hmm. uh, just like any other food project, uh, food product, um, time is of the essence, right? Because you don't want to see bacteria grow through spoilage. Mm -hmm. um, so we we tap just under ten thousand trees now. Um, yeah, which is no longer a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what started as what sounded and started as a fun thing to do in the spring. <laughs> and uh, you know it's it is it's it's exciting you know in the the later end of winter we're all watching the weather right sure. and and trying to predict when spring is going to finally you know first spring is going to show up and uh, <laughs> I love we're that first spring is just a collective way to describe our season yeah so right like, yeah. we're currently that first in first day. spring <laughs> yeah. winter will happen again soon <laughs> and then we'll have second spring yeah yeah so uh uh, myself, my father, my mom, my son, uh, my son Jordan, who will be uh, really a fourth, even you could consider a fifth generation um, in the family business. And yeah, we sell all over the state, right? We have a license to package and produce and sell. Um, and we sell... Uh, what's the name of the company? Oh, Maple Essence Farms. Right. You can find it at your local food co-op. Yeah, we are. Absolutely can. You can. Yep. Right at Popular. the co-op. People love your maple syrup. Well, thank it is. you. It's awesome. Thank you. We, we really like to make it and um, like to talk about it and mm -hmm. share it with everyone. Um, yeah, I will, I will admit my brother-in-law has, has a friend that syrups, you know, so they gave us a huge mason jar full. And I was like, okay. And I just happened to run out of yours. Oh. I was like, all right, now I have this overly amount of syrup. So I'm like, I don't need any for a while. And I will admit, I have been like, this isn't even just because we're friends, but like, it's not as good. Oh. <laughs> I've been like, hate eating it. I'm like, I want this gone. <laughs> like, I, I made pancakes like Eat a week out. ago. And I'm just like, there's like a fourth left. And I'm just like, all right, we need to finish this. Because like, I can't just get rid of syrup. It's syrup. It's, it's still syrup. But I'm just like, mm -hmm. this is not as good as... Derek's and I'm like I don't know why to me as a person yeah I well, would think there's you. a notice to syrup made but with a lot of love yeah, yeah. yeah. I, there, it absolutely is and, and I appreciate that thank you you know we we put a lot of time and effort into our craft and we want to turn out you know the best product that we can um we still cook all of our syrup with wood heat um, you know, technology has changed a lot of things in our in our industry, in the maple syrup farming industry. Uh, but one thing that we have stayed true to is uh, boiling all of our sap with with wood. Um, and why do you think the difference is? To you know, personally, I think it gives it a little bit of a smoky flavor. Okay, mm -hmm. sure. right. Um, there's all kinds of different things that you can you can do now to to process your sap into syrup. You can um, use fuel oil. You could use natural gas. Um, I've even seen some steam and wood pellet evaporators um, out there. But uh, we stay true. I mean, we have a farm. We have trees. We like to cut wood. Um, and we feel like it's just part of what we do, right? When you walk into our sugar sack, you smell the sweet smell of maple sap boiling and you smell wood burning. Yeah. And that, that it's just it's just a sense thing, right? It sticks I mean, with you, yeah. Oh, I tell you, it's just uh, it's something I look forward to every spring, mm -hmm. and I hope that uh, God willing, I do it until the day that I die, and my kids do it for years and years after that. Mm -hmm. um, very important, very important to me. So uh, glad to talk about it a little bit. Um, my wife and I actually uh, bought some land in Fall Creek, 
and uh, we are going to be tapping about 1500 maple trees over there oh, cool. yeah spring 2023 so um it's a different it's a different variety of maple tree so over here in dunn county we have uh, sugar maples maples mm-hmm. um hardwood right things that you think of flooring cabinets um, that's the kind of maple wood that you would use for those products. In Fall Creek, they're all uh, red maples, which is a, a soft wood. Um, so we're kind of excited to um, get those up and operational. We have some test buckets out there this year that uh, you know we pulled out of the sugar shack, a blast from the past, <laughs> and hung a few pails out there. I love the pails. That uh, looks so good. It was so much it's fun, so Dustin. I, I, I love it. When I, There's one uh, where... Uh, uh, I drive by, I want to go to home, and you can see the buckets in the woods. And I'm like, oh, that's a good – it's such a Midwest Wisconsin thing. Yeah. But just to see the buckets, you're like, that's cool. It's Because, yeah. like, when I was a kid and I helped syrup, that's what I did was the mm-hmm. buckets. So it makes me think of that, too. Yeah. Awesome. Why do we all have, like, core memories of involving maple syrup? Because it's, because we're in Wisconsin, I, northwest yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, right, we're, right we're in the maple belt. Yeah, I vividly remember visiting a maple – syrup farm as a girl scout as a child awesome. and they were boiling it wood with yeah, wood yeah. um and i still that smell like it, how many years ago was that and i still can like imagine <laughs> the smell of I it i can fully again uh just told Derek this before but i can fully remember helping my dad's friend an elk mound syrup you know once whenever my dad have me on weekends or something mm-hmm. and and I remember like his whole like shack like I remember what it looked like. Yeah. I remember being in there with the boilers. Yeah. Like I have a lot of memories of mm-hmm. that. I don't know why, but it's just something yeah. that's definitely stayed in the like memory smell bank. Smell memory too. I see I don't have that though. Oh, I, I do. don't have yeah. the smell memory. That's I have like the, the visual quickest though. way to bring me back to something is, is like the smell yeah, memory. Smell memory. Yeah. yeah. It's a it's an interesting thing. So I just because just we're talking about the buckets and stuff, yeah. And I was gonna ask it earlier, but you're on a roll, and I want to interrupt. So a hundred years ago, yeah. or however long ago it was, when you guys, how what's the tap process then? Well, so, and and I remember this right. There were drills around the original trainer sugar bush sugar shack. So when it was my grandfather's business, and my father and my uncle worked for him in the family business, it was trainer sugar bush, which. My uncle Jerry Trainer and his family carry on that that business and, and that license. Um, we would go into the sugar shack, and I remember seeing hand drills, wooden wooden handle. Oh yeah. Like so you literally cranks. put the palm of your hand on the back of the drill, yep. and you would grab the the middle of the 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 drill, almost like an uh, an ice auger, mm-hmm. ice fishing, right? That's what I was thinking. And you would of press it like into the tree auger. and crank. Yeah. Right. And and back then. When you use bags and buckets, you use a larger drill bit. So you're using a 7 drill bit, which uh, anyone that knows drill bits, it's a pretty good size hole, right? And you're drilling into hard maple. Um, amazing that that's how they did it. Then obviously we talked about technology. Uh, Steel came out with a gas-powered drill. Sure. And this thing was a beast. <laughs> I mean, you had to have pythons, like 33-inch pythons so to carry heavy. this thing through the woods. You know, and, you're, and I'm thinking, man, this is nuts, right? Uh, but I was so amazed that... Uh, uh, that these guys were out there doing it, and I was do you so do, proud of them. Every year, do you tap a tree like with the old handheld? You should. Well, the, we, the commemorative, <laughs> the commemorative yeah. tree where you do it all. <laughs> yeah, right. The the old school way. Yeah. So we don't do that. However, <laughs> not yet. Um, not yet. It might. We might have to bring it back. We'd have to try to find that sucker. We should hang it on a wall. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. But at the farm, we have a few maple trees. You know, this is the farm that my grandfather uh, raised his family at. I grew up at. 
Uh, my parents still live there. There's three or four maple trees in the yard there that we tap every year. And once we have all the trees tapped, uh, we don't tap those right away. They're kind of special trees that we still put bags and buckets on. And my, my folks can kind of monitor it. And um, it's pretty special. A lot of times we'll bring out if there's a, a family member with the child or, you know, someone new to it in the family will be like, you know, it's your turn to tap uh, the trees in the yard here. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, a little sentimental. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but uh, we've been, uh, well, we've been making syrup for a while. <laughs> yeah, <I bet. laughs> a few years. We started, uh, we started tapping this year on February 19th, um, you know, with the, with the amount of trees and the acreage that we have to cover. I was just going to ask that. What's the acreage of 10,000 trees? <laughs> well, so we have, a, we have a sugar bush on 60 acres that holds about 6,000. 6,000, and then we have another sugar bush um, across the street that's spread out over more like 200 acres uh, that has less, that probably has about 3,000. Um, we started with 10, but through selective cutting and uh, managed uh, forest crop, uh, we have to obviously take out a few. So I would say we're probably between 9,000 and 10,000 now. Um, yeah, so uh, we started February 19th, and um, you know it takes, gosh, a lot of guys and a lot of hours to get around and get everything tapped and um, everything kind of fixed and tightened. Uh, we do do a fall maintenance program, too, where we go through and um, keep things. Uh, well, it's out in the woods, right? So trees fall down. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to go out there and cut them up, and mm-hmm. it's easier to do it in the fall than uh, it is when there's two feet of snow. So I was just going to say the snow on the ground. Yeah. Or it's 90 degrees and 100% humidity. That's right. That's exactly we right. We go from it. snow to humidity. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I guess my other like question would be so is how so you know you get this you get the syrup or the sap or whatever and you're boiling it down like mm-hmm. how long like how much when you fill whatever mm-hmm. I always think of the bucket even though I know that's mm-hmm. not the thing anymore but you have like say you have a gallon of it and you have to boil it how much do you get out of that well, that's a great question right and and every year it's different sure um, you know these trees are living organisms and the sugar content of the sap that they give out changes. Um, usually in the beginning of the season, the sugar content is, starts off a little bit on the low end. And then as the trees in the ground thaws, um, the sugar content will increase. And then towards the end of the season, it will go down again because the composition of the sap is changing. Um, you know, they got a rule out there, the rule 86 and usually like a 2% uh, gallon of maple sap is about 40 to one. So it's going to take about 40 gallons of 2% sap to make one gallon of maple syrup. Huh. Um, That's a lot. It yeah. is. It, it takes a lot. So, you know, when we started talking about um, tapping that many trees and, you know, bringing in thousands and thousands of gallons of uh, maple sap, um, technology was huge in being able to process that in a timely manner. The reverse osmosis machine we run takes out 75% of that water mm-hmm. and then consolidates or concentrates that sap. Uh, it'll take 2% and turn it into 8%. Um, which allows us to continue to boil with wood heat um, and process, you know, tens of thousands of gallons of sap in a timely manner. Without that piece of equipment, we would literally be cooking sap day and night. Yeah, and, oh, and, yeah, totally. I mean, it would just be it'd be crazy, right? It'd be, I mean, it'd be crazier than it already is. I was yeah. just gonna say because <laughs> it's pretty crazy. <laughs> and yeah. I know that there's like different 
different types of syrup, like different grades? Do you do oh, one yeah. specific one? Or uh, no, that's a wonderful you question. a couple different ones that you do? Yeah, yeah. You know, so there are. There's uh, four different grades of maple syrup, and um, usually just like the sap changes because the sap from the tree changes, the, the product changes as well. Um, normally that first barrel we make will be a little bit uh, of a medium amber to maybe even dark amber. Um, and then as the season progresses and the sap really starts running, um, it, it clears up. Um, and as we cook it and continue to roll, the, the syrup actually comes out lighter and lighter and lighter. Um, and then towards the tail end of the season, um, the tree is changing, the sap is changing. Um, we start making what's called very dark, very strong. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a, 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 me personally, I think it's the best syrup because it has the most flavor. Um, the sugar content goes down, so it takes more sap to create a gallon of syrup. Um, the minerals in it, the magnesium and, and all that um, are more concentrated. And you end up with what I think is a more thick, flavorful, robust product. Um, you know, and it's my and it's my preference. You know, in my coffee every day, and uh, when I consume it, that's what I look for. Although it's probably not the most valuable product to make. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they really put a lot of emphasis on color. I was just gonna say, is it the color that? It really is. I mean, uh, it, it seems like that has been a trend in our industry for a number of years. Um, you know, that golden, light mm-hmm. golden, almost honey looking uh, maple syrup is. Very marketable, right? It looks really pretty in the jar. Um, delicate, huh. right? Uh, but uh, for me, personally, I, I like that very dark, very strong. Cool. And, and don't you, uh, just because I'm thinking of, I think you've mentioned that to me before, isn't that a beer current collaboration that you're using oh, with that? yes. Because I know you've done that before downtown. <laughs> we um, have, yeah. We've had beer collaborations with syrup and stuff. So. Yep. Yeah, we did... Uh, Gosh, we did a we did a maple beer called the Big Maple. Yeah, at Zymergy. That was awesome. Killer. It was awesome. Yeah. Matter of fact, I still have a can on my mantle because I thought it was so cool. It was so awesome. And it was delicious. It's still <laughs> I tell John all the time, it's like ranks in top five beers uh awesome. yeah. that we've ever had. Um, yeah, so that I've ever had from him. Well, so, so this year I was talking to Ryan down at uh Nonic. Mm-hmm. I run into him at the Buck one day and we just had a conversation. We were talking about beer and uh whiskeys and you know just a good old conversation and uh we ended up bringing some syrup down to him and uh my understanding is he's gonna be coming out with a maple lager here um yeah i'm really excited (laughs) about it right i mean let's just listen to maple lager Ooh, that sounds, that sounds awesome. Yeah. That sounds killer. Beautiful. Like, yeah. That sounds like such a fancy beer to me. <laughs> it <laughs> like, does. It, it is water. shocking how I understand, like, even, but, like, it's really hard to find a maple beer. Mm-hmm. Like, maple yeah. beer. It's very often. hard to find. Yeah. And if I go to a brewery and they have one on tap, I'm always getting it because mm-hmm. they're good. But it's so hard to find. It's be, it just seems like something that would meld together more often, especially mm-hmm. just where mm-hmm. we're at. Yeah. And what a great product to use yeah. um, a natural sugar. Mm-hmm. Right. right? Uh, one neat thing about maple syrup uh, and the natural compounds in the sugar is it's easier for people to digest. It doesn't spike your blood sugar like refined sugar does. Mm-hmm. Um, it breaks down and processes slower. So people that are sensitive to sugar um, can usually tolerate maple maple syrup or maple sugar because maple sugar is a product mm-hmm. that is coming out now more and more and you're seeing it on the shelves right. um, in a granule, granule form. Um, so, you know, uh, kids, right. You know, your kids love sugar and 
they go all crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maple syrup should uh, not make them go as crazy that quick. <laughs> they need more of it. They need what more you're hours saying. worth. Yeah. yeah. Um, so have, what? Oh, oh sorry. sorry. No, you go. No, I just have a random question about the trees. Yeah. <laughs> I've been thinking no, about them since Fire the beginning. Away. Is there a certain number of years you're able to tap a s- one tree? Do they like mm-hmm. eventually age out of the thing or do they die mm-hmm. eventually from being tapped all every year? No, it's a great question, right? Because it is. It's a living organism. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have trees that have been on our farm that we've tapped ma- maple syrup on from the very beginning. So oh. these same trees that my great-grandfather and grandfather tapped for the very first time, we are still tapping and harvesting sap from them now. That's We're talking amazing. generational. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, and they're ginormous. I mean, these mm-hmm. trees, we call them granddaddies. Yep. Because it, <laughs> it takes like three, four people to, yeah, to wrap your arms around these things. They're amazing, right? Um, now, just like any of the living organism, I mean, they get to a point where, you know, I mean, they get almost too monstrous. Right. Um, You might have a large limb break off and um, like anything else, you know, things do pass in time. Mm -hmm. Uh, We then use those for fire in our evaporator. Mm -hmm. I mean, it really is a full circle. So um, we don't see a lot of a lot of loss because of that. And these trees heal. So we tap them in the spring. We pull that tap out when we're done. And by the following spring, that 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 hole is pretty much all healed up. Um, you go into two or three years down the road, and you can barely even tell that it was there. I was going to say, you don't tap the same spot. No, 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 because the, the tree, just like uh, if you can imagine if you got a cut, you're going to scar up. Mm-hmm. So right. that tree is going to scar above it and below it. And right, even so you want to move Left around. or right. Yeah. Yep, so we always try to tap it, you know, at least a, a, a foot, you know, if we can, left or right of an old hole, never above or below. Um, yeah, it's pretty amazing. We're really, really lucky, really fortunate. So is there expansion? So you said you're getting another 1,500 trees. Is this yeah. like a – where's the future of the Maple Essence Farms? Is <laughs> it sounds it, like you're building your retirement. Yeah, that's true. It's, I was, yeah, it just seems like you're moving uh, bigger and more. So I don't know if like what's the – is there any more steps to go or is it this is good enough? Or? You know, it, it's, it's hard to say, Yeah. Um, you know, what the future will, will bring to our family. And, um, but, you know, if we can – you know, if we can add more trees, we'd surely want to. Um, you know, it, it really is a family-run business, right? Yeah. And my father worked for the post office for 33 years while making syrup. I have a full-time career. Uh, we've never we've never had anyone in the family take on maple syrup as their sole profession per se, oh. right? Although. Mm-hmm. I would say um, it sounds like you're close to being able to at least have someone do it. I don't know. You know, you know, if I could put something together so my kids could do that as a living, that would be something I'd be very proud of. Yeah, for sure. But the only reason that I have the ability to do this is because of the foresight of my grandfather and right. the hard work that my father put into it and the sacrifices that they made. Uh, because anyone that's farmed knows that farming isn't easy mm-hmm. and it's expensive and um, you get what Mother Nature gives you, and sometimes that's not always uh, what you expect, mm-hmm. right? So I'm, I was very fortunate in the fact that I grew up uh, in that family farm and had the opportunity um, and the decision to be a part of it mm-hmm. and invest my time and my energy and, and uh, some of my income to help carry that thing on. Um, yeah, yeah, so pretty cool. Uh, if we can expand, we surely will, but we'll see. Yeah. 
Yeah. Does it make you proud that your son's involved? It does. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, uh, growing up, you know, as a as a young man, it wasn't always the most important thing to me, right? You know, you're thinking 18, 19, 20, 21. You know, you got all kinds of things you're thinking about. Maple syrup probably wasn't high on my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, to be completely honest with you, not like it is now. Um, so my son, he's 18. He's doing his own thing right now. And um, I, I hope, you know, I hope that uh, it's something that, you know, he'll want to carry on. But um, if he uh, chooses not to, he's got two sisters that uh, one that really enjoys it and um, cousins and uh, all kinds of things. So um, you'll find yeah. someone. Yeah. 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 He's so, not being pressured to be the yeah, only one the, to take over. That's right. We don't, we don't want to force it on anyone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone should enjoy it as much as you seem to. <laughs> I think it comes with age, right? Yeah. You know? I think it um, sounds kind of relaxing. Well, even, yeah. even, a, even in the last couple of years, like I thought the first, like I think of like the first year, I mean, I've known you for four or five years now. Yeah. It didn't seem like this was, as you were as into it even then as you are now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, um, you know, you start thinking about, all the other things in life that are going on, right? Family, kids, and careers, and um, yeah, I would definitely say I've put more emphasis in maple syrup. Absolutely, why not? You know, since the time that I've known you, Dustin, um, I think it's because I enjoy it so much, and you know, the hustle and bustle of the real estate career and the family life, um, being able to get out in the woods and just—I uh, mean, it's very uh, relaxing. Right. Right. Nature you know, therapy. Yeah, for sure. Right. It's uh, it's mm-hmm. nature therapy. And that's become more and more important. Right. Uh, that tranquility. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't stay that way because once the trees start running, it's pure madness. <laughs> 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 you know, and we're running uh, sap day and night and uh, and and turning it into uh, Wisconsin's pure maple syrup. So it does get pretty fast and furious and season is short. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is very enjoyable. Sure. Yeah. I, I know we, just because we'll get to the, now we're at the end and we'll give you the shameless plug. Yeah. Um, I know we brought it up earlier, but where can people find Menominee? Oh, uh, well, they can get it. Co-op. Yeah, you get, go to the food co-op, um, and, and I'll give you a little background on why we sell syrup where we sell it. So, Trainer Sugarbush, the original family business that my grandpa started, my dad and uncle worked for with him. Um, my grandpa's sales route was from Menominee North. We have a cabin in Iron River, so my grandpa would load up his truck, and he would stop at different places and peddle syrup. Loved it. Something that um, I picked up on um, as a young man. Well, Maple Essence Farms, you know, we really didn't we didn't really have any desire to compete with our family, right? Because Maple Essence Farms is still uh, trainers making maple syrup. Um, I lived in Madison, so we created a sales route from Menominee um, South, and for 12 years, I expanded it in and around Madison, Milwaukee, Baraboo, Portage, Mount Horror, Verona. Um, so the bulk of our bottled syrup actually ends up in southern uh, southern Wisconsin. Okay. However, locally, the food co-op has been a great partner. It's a great place to find it. Um, over in Eau Claire, Volume 1's uh, local store, Hy-Vee, Woodman's, um, you know, a number of different outlets. Uh, and we sell it right out the front door, too. You know, you could go right to Maple Essence Farms. You could literally pull right into the farm, and you could buy a jug right off the evaporator when we're making it. It's pretty cool. It's nice. Yeah. Well, I guess we have to wrap it up. <laughs> Our producer says we have to. Scott says we have to. I guess we should listen to it. 
Um, <laughs> we always ask people the same couple of questions at the end. Yeah. Um, other away. than maple syrup, what's some good food you've eaten lately? <laughs> oh, gosh. So, Tap House in Eau Claire. Yeah. So, um, like I've been going over there, and they got this turkey burger. Mm. That is killer. But they also have these Brussels sprouts, and it's an appetizer where they roast them, and they put parmesan cheese on them yeah man they are dynamite so those have been kind of like my two things um silly serrano you know in eau claire oh, awesome yeah. awesome there. tacos yeah they're moving yeah. Now, aren't they are yeah. they moving I they, think they are bought the, uh whatever that co- they bought a coffee house yes that's exactly right oh, that's right yeah that's i read that yeah otherwise you don't hear menominee the buck man you can't beat the buck log jam yeah i'm all about it yeah you know? We talk about good how good our restaurants are here a lot. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah. Comes, yeah. Out, comes out a lot. Hey, I got I, I to gotta interrupt you. Oh, here we go. oh hey, look, it's oh Scott. Oh, my gosh, Scott's speaking. Because I've been sitting here for about 15 <laughs> minutes waiting for you guys to ask the question, but you haven't. You hinted at coffee. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. are your favorite Ooh. uses for maple syrup? syrup? Yeah. That, one, that, it is a great question. I put maple syrup in my coffee mug every day. Every how day. much? Well, Just probably like a tablespoon. Like half and half? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just about. Um, about you know a tablespoon right in the bottom you know and then run my coffee in there um, that is uh, my favorite use of it um, but you know my daughter and my kids pancakes Saturday morning right the classic mm-hmm. uh, pancakes eggs and bacon sure. right you know um, but you can use it in anything man you can make beer with it you can make uh, spirits out of it I mean really anything that uh, you use sugar mm-hmm. you could substitute. You can um, cook with it. It's good to cook with. Yeah, there's a guy Absolutely. in our... I was it tastes say, really it good with, like, um, spaghetti. I have a spaghetti squash, oh. goat cheese, oh, spinach, yeah. and bacon oh, thing. Yeah. And there you like go. There's, like, a tablespoon in there. It adds... Yeah. Uh, it is excellent in delicious. squash. Mm-hmm. Squash, maple syrup, and butter is yep. dynamite. That's mm-hmm. Dynamite. Gosh, that sounds good on a sweet potato, <laughs> so too. I'm scrolling so oh, much. Man. Ooh, a sweet potato is a good idea. Can we get this? We're going to eat Yeah, right, right. Well, didn't... And I think just somebody that we know, didn't they just use your syrup and bread, too? Yeah, yeah, Jeff. Yeah. Jeff uh, oh, and yeah, Marie, the right. owners of Astillo Salon. Jeff's a good yeah. friend. Obviously known him for a number of years. And, um, yeah, he, he was baking some bread with it. I haven't had a chance. We haven't been able to rendezvous, and mm-hmm. I haven't had to get my hands on a slice of this this loaf that he made. But uh, here it's dynamite. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure it works as a fine substitute to, for, for a lot of activating yeast yeah, yeah. exactly yeah, yeah Dang, for i sure. need to try that i learned how to bake bread during the pandemic remember oh. when there was the whole bread making phase oh and of I the d- pandemic when everyone was learning how to bake i do yeah I was a part of that yes. i'll have to try that um i should plug the buck too uh they picked up a gallon of syrup from us and they're doing wings they're doing wing sauce that's oh, over yum. dollar yep. yep i haven't had a chance to go over and try that but uh mike over there yeah we dropped a gallon off for him to kind of experiment with Cool. Um, so I bet you, yeah, I bet you they're dynamite. Yeah, wing sauce is a good idea too. Good question, Scott. Yeah, good yeah. one. Once yeah. every six months, he gets on microphone. <laughs> that's the that's the stick. People uh, just hear a yeah. random voice <laughs> <Yep>. occasionally. <laughs> um, then the last question for me: What's your favorite movie? Ooh, yeah. man, <laughs> Last of the Mohicans. Ooh, that's a good one. Yep, Daniel Day Lewis. Man, that movie is. Awesome. I've it's never awesome. I've even heard of that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. you should watch oh. it. Oh, it's, I'll have to add it's to the my bomb. Yeah. Never ending it's, list. It's, it's, yeah, it's a Daniel Day Lewis movie. You yeah. know what you Although, I mean, you know, that's just. That's I, I would say that or Cold Mountain. Oh, that's I'm a random. big, Cold big fan random. of Cold Mountain. Um, yeah. You can tell the years you were watching movies. 
<laughs> they're, they're both in that same uh, same time frame. Yeah, I grew up in the wrong uh, in the wrong time. That would have been a great frontiersman. <laughs> I was just gonna say it was a uh, what's uh, Jeremiah Johnson over yeah, here. Yeah, for real, man. I even got the beard right. <laughs> well, Derek. Thanks for being on. This was awesome. Yeah. Great to talk syrup. Absolutely, you guys. Thanks for having me. Where can people find your... Like social, do you have social online, media social websites? Media. We do, yeah. So Maple Essence Farms has got a Facebook page. Um, you know, you can look us up. We have a website. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look us up, man. Get in touch. Bring your kids out. You know, it'll be a lot of fun. Cool. Well, thanks, sir. Thank we you. We appreciate it. Thank yeah. you, Becca. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for, for having me. <laughs> <laughs> for, for being a for great being co-host. A co-host. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin. Thanks, Scott, for chiming in. Yeah, yeah, yeah thanks, Scott. He's not just a mystery person uh, yeah. we talk about occasionally. <laughs> He really does exist. (laughs) Um, And until next time, we'll see you later.